Hello, and welcome to Simplify the Money Game. I am Rod Hausman. On this podcast, you will develop skills and strategies to be successful in your financial journey. Together, we will be covering topics such as financial planning and strategies, budgeting, maybe you need help with budgeting, different investments, understanding your 401k, which is so confusing, retirement plans for individuals and small businesses, children's investment accounts and college plans, tax refunds, debt strategies, insurance programs such as life, auto, home insurance, and a lot of financial concepts we will go over. We will be together every other Thursday at 5 p.m. Let us have some fun as we take this journey to win the money game. I'm excited to talk to you, so let's get started. RLG, which is ready, let's go. Welcome to another episode of Simplify the Money Game podcast. I am Rod Hausman, and today we will be discussing four investment accounts for children. Parents, I know 2021, you're gearing up for yet another school year. Hopefully all your kids are safe. It's a new year. They're going back to school. And this is a time of the year that we get the back to school lists and all that back to school shopping. We go to Office Max, Staples, Walmart, check off the list, all the pens, papers, all the electronics we need. Man, I still remember my favorite subjects at school. And I bet you can guess uh, my favorite subject. Yes, it was math. And if you know me, my favorite class was gym class. Uh, I was an athlete in, in school. So are your kids excited? Are they excited to get back? I was. I always like to see all my friends I didn't see during the summer and get back into playing sports and, and hanging out with, with my buddies. So I always get a couple parents or grandparents that, that want to know ways to invest for their kids or their grandkids. Well, I'm your guy for that. So let's jump into it. Number one is a UGMA or a UTMA, which stands for Uniform Gift to Minors Account or Uniform Transfer to Minors Account. It's really the same depending on what state you live in. It could be classified as a UGMA or a UTMA. Now, the advantages of this account, it can be used anything for the child. It doesn't have to be used for school. Uh, it could be used for a down payment on a car, uh, a, a school trip, uh, anything for that child. The pros about it, you have a different array of investments. Uh, the beauty of that is you, you have a lot of choices to invest, whether you're going to be growth oriented or balance oriented investments. Most of the I deal with is in the mutual fund area. Uh, you can invest 15000 per giver, gang. That's the, you know, that's the tax break, the gift tax. So 15000 per giver, all right, 30000 per married couple. And one of the positives about it is you get a tax break. So your first $1,100 of earned earned income is free from tax. Meaning if you had $11,000 in that account and it earned 10%, which is $1,100, you would have to put that $1,100 on your taxes and you, would, you wouldn't have to pay taxes on that. Now, some of the 
the cons about it, uh, UGMA or UTMA, one, it's irrevocable. So it can't be transferred. Once you set it up, it's in that child's name, all right? You can only invest up to age 18 or 21, depending on the state. So after 18 in Delaware, you can't add more money to it. It still grows, but you can't add more money to it. Uh, the child could access it if they know about it. Um, and it does count against uh, student assets in financial aid. So that's some of the, the cons about a UGMA, but it can be used for anything. So a lot of parents, you know, if they're gonna set up a UGMA, they're gonna use that money before they go to college for that, for that child. And number two is a Coverdale ESA, which is Education Savings Account. I think this is the one of the biggest ones that most people don't know about. It's called a Coverdale. Now, this could be used for any schooling, kindergarten through college. The advantage of a Coverdale is you have a wide range of different investments. And it can be transferred to another family member. So it can be transferred sideways. All right, so if little Johnny gets a full ride to Penn State and you save some money in a Coverdale and you want to, and he's got a full ride and you want to transfer it to his younger sister, Sally, it can be transferred. So that's the advantage of a Coverdale. Now, here's some of the important parts of that Coverdale is you're only allowed to invest 2000 a year, which is $166 a month, all right? They can only invest up to age 18. And then the money has to be used by age 30 or transferred. So there are the three challenges with the Coverdale, but most people you know, that I run into aren't putting more than $166 a month in a child's account, especially if they have multiple kids. Continue with the Coverdale. Two things, when you withdraw the money, it's free from federal tax. So you're not taxed on the earnings or growth of it. And the second one is anybody can contribute to it. So maybe you have an aunt or uncle that you know, don't have kids and want to do something nice for your kids. And rather than buy birthday gifts, then you can, uh, then you can, you know, they can add to their account, whether it's a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars. Remember the limit is $15,000 per giver. So I have a, I have a client that, you know, it's a grandmother and she has one granddaughter and over the years uh, she contributes during special holidays and special days of the granddaughter, the birthdays, the Valentine's Day, and she's throwing in $50, $100, she'll do maybe $200 on her birthday. And over the last several years, she was shocked that that account has grown over to several thousand dollars and she was quite happy about just, you know, adding a little bit throughout the year on different holidays. What a difference that would make compared to putting money in a bank. The third account is probably familiar with most of you is a 529. You know, so Delaware, each state has 529 plans and one of the uh, one of the advantages of 529s, um, there's no no uh, limit of what or time limit you can use the funds for. So unlike a Coverdale, it has to be used by 30 and you can't, you can stop contributing. You have to stop contributing at 18. In a 529, it can be set up for anybody and there's no time limit on it, all right? 
uh, you can invest 15,000 per giver you know, with a max of $400,000 in there. When you withdraw the money, like the Coverdale, the 529, you get certain, you get tax breaks, so it's free from federal taxes. And one of the biggest advantages of a 529, it can be transferred, what I say, sideways and up and down. For example, you know, like little Johnny got a full ride to University of Delaware and you have money in a 529, you can transfer that to his sister, Sally, or maybe she decides I'm going to go in the military and then you want to go back to school and you, you can transfer it back to you or you could save that money in case little Johnny or little Sally have kids of their own. And that money is just growing and growing and growing and you got a head start. So I have a client now that she's young and she knows she wants to have kids and she's setting up a 529 for the kid now. And we don't even, you know, we don't even know if she'll have kids, but once she does, she's putting money into it. Uh, and then that could be transferred once she has that child. The other good thing about a 529, you can link it to youpromise.com. That's a letter upromise.com. And if you ever bought anything on online, guys, you know, that these companies contribute to your account. So it's free to sign up. You do have to provide you know, a social security number. But check out youpromise.com. And when you go buy stuff, make sure you go to that website first. And then that retailer will add a percentage of your purchase to that you promise account and you'll be able to take money out of that you promise account and put it in your 529. The only challenge of, that I found in most 529s is it's limited investment choices, right? Most have what they call as an age base, which the investment gets changed every three to four years and they have limited growth advantages. But a lot of people, like the 529. The fourth account is really for teenagers that are working and it's either put it in your Roth IRA or for the teenagers, a minor Roth IRA. You have to have earned income to do this, but most people don't realize if they have a Roth IRA or even a traditional IRA that they can take out up to $10,000 for education expenses which is a big chunk, okay? So if you wanna, if you're like, I have a client, I have several clients I just set up last week that they didn't know what their their school choices, what, what their kids were gonna do once they graduated high school. So we opened up a Roth IRA for them, knowing that they can you know grow that money and take out $10,000 for education. And if the kids don't go, the advantage is now it's in their retirement account. So that's one. The other is uh, if the, you have a teenager that's working and they have earned income, they can create their own minor Roth. And the, the advantages of a Roth, guys, when you put money into a Roth IRA, uh, the investment, you got to make sure you have a good investment inside that Roth. And when you retire after 59 and a half, you can withdraw that money and pay zero taxes. One of my investment philosophies has always been that, you know, when you're withdrawing money, you don't want to pay taxes. When you're earning money, you, you know, you have to pay taxes. So it's better not to pay taxes when you're withdrawing money. 
So in summary, there's four accounts, the UGMA, the Uniform Gift to Myers account, the Coverdell ESA, Education Savings Account, the 529 plans, and the Roth or minor Roth IRA. So some of you parents that have young kids got the letter from the IRS that you're getting $300 a month. A strategy, guys, is take some of that money and put it in an investment for your children. We can open up accounts with me for as little as $25, $50 a month or you know a $1,000 lump sum and just add to it when you have extra money. So it's very budget-oriented to fit in that budget. Put away the $50 out of that $300 for your child. The other strategy here is it's a great way to start talking to your kids about budgeting and investing. You know, we can go over, I can, I'd be glad to sit with you and your child and teach them about the investment and the account. And they can start watching their investment and start learning about it. Uh, we are not taught about investments in schools. Or you could be like me, shh, don't tell my, my grandkids, set up their account. And then, you know, the parents of my, the parents don't know about it. So that's the fun part. You know, all you need is some information about their granddaughter or grandson, and you can set up that account. I just tell my kids, don't worry about it. Uh, Pop-up's got it. So listen, thanks for listening. Be sure to join us on our investment webinar we're having uh, specifically for children's accounts. I'm going to dive into the details of that. That's going to be on August 12th, Thursday, August 12th at 6.30. Uh, head over to my website, rodhausman.com. I'll spell it. It's R-O-D-H-A-U-S-M-A-N-N.com. The details are on there. It's, it's a free webinar. You have to register. You know, also, if you want to book some time with me and, and be specific about you know, your finances or setting up a account for your child or grandchild, you, know, you can click on the link right on my website and schedule some time with me. It's going to be a great summer in 2021. I want you to enjoy the rest of your summer. Until next time on Simplify the Money Game, this is Rod Hausman.